this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is your bomb Wednesday service. I am Naima Cochran, your <laughs> better known as your senior pastor of Music Sermon, and with me pouring his libations for the evening is my director of helps ministry. I got it right this time. My director of helps ministry, Mr. Karin Phillips, and also with Karin are his arms joining us again for another week. Uh, good evening, Karin. You got to you got to get the body and the aroma and all this that good is, stuff going. Uh my communion wine because we got to watch this debate tonight. Yes, Lord. Um, we are filming this while debate is about to kick off and I'm going to need it um, for what's about to happen tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm stressed out. This is, this is one, I think this is an, an opportune moment to say don't let Joe Biden distract you from the fact that you're going to jo- vote for Joe Biden. Uh, I have my voting plan together, and I'm going yes. early voting this later this week. Yes, um, I have mine. I also just got approved to be a poll worker, so I'm excited about that. Um, get your booty to the poll. Get, get your, your booty, booty to, to the, the poll. If y'all have not seen the Get oh. Your Booty to the Poll ca- um, campaign, please plug that hashtag into your browser and get your life. Now we need you to get your booty to the poll. Yes. And if you have $55,000... <laughs> You help Uncle Clifford save the paint. So, <laughs> you know, all the night. You both at the same time. Saving the paint. Saving so. the paint. Um, no, I really do appreciate the Get the Booty to Your Poll campaign. Not just because. Not just because of the uh, originality of it. And I think I heard a couple of those women, one of those, or at least one of them is actually from uh, Magic City. Um, 
No, because it's not, believe it or not, it's not um, P. Valley related. It was done by somebody in Atlanta. So I think that's, at least one of the that's girls. Where is, they, that's where they shoot, P. Valley. Yeah. So, yeah. so at least one of the girls I heard is from Magic City. But I like the fact that the messaging is a reminder that that thing people don't say enough. One, if if our voting really wasn't important, as, as people think, and if it really was just about... Um, even though the electoral college is bullshit, but if our voting really wasn't important, the GOP wouldn't go through such great lengths to prevent us from being able to vote. Um, that be that's one. Two, that the presidents aren't the presidential race isn't the only thing on the ballot. DAs are elected, school boards are elected, attorney generals are elected, sheriffs are elected, and I I think we don't talk enough about local elections. So I very much appreciated the messaging. And the efficiency of, and the location. Of, and when I say location, okay. I mean if it was shot in Atlanta as someone who covered the Georgia gubernatorial race in 2018 with Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. Listen, I was there for all of it. Um, you, you were getting your booty the, to the It bone? is the greatest representation of voter suppression. Oh yeah, in the past five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. The uh, fact that it was blatant, like. It was a conflict of interest for Brian Kemp. Like, how are you running for governor and you oversee the gubernatorial race at the same time? But him being that is just like the smallest of things he did. Of course. Um, But but yes, um, get your booty to the poll. Vote early. Get your booty to the poll. Don't don't send in absentee ballots. Yeah. Don't mail. Get your booty to the poll. So for those who are in New York, our um, early voting starts October. We're late on early voting. Our early voting starts October 24th. Don't quote me on that. Illinois starts October 1st. Okay. I wish our start October 1st. That would be so much easier. But we we didn't always have early voting periods. I'm just happy we have that. Um, Because New York is a place where you can easily live. You can easily work an hour by transit from where you live, if not more. And if we're not getting election days as holidays, that always definitely hindered some people from the ease and being able to go to the polls. So before we get on too much further into it, um, because we do have a heavy month ahead, Karin and I are going to be kind of switching up what we talk about here. We're gonna, we want to keep it light and, and kind of more personally topical when we can because the times that we are going to have to get into you know politics and 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 justice socioeconomics there's there's bound to be some more heavy moments again so y'all are going to get a little bit of that's a nice way of saying that the bullshit is on the way on the way get your house in order um because it's coming. Thank your okay. door frames with the blood. <laughs> all that. All that. <laughs> Call on it's about, to, it's about to get Old Testament. Yeah, ooh, man, listen. Um, if, 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 you, if you are a praying person, I suggest you get to praying. But, but the crazy shit is that they praying at the same time the other side is. Um, all right. So, a little bit of housekeeping. Jesus, though. We playing a black Jesus. <laughs> a real Jesus. <laughs> Because Jesus was and is and still is black. so This is true. We're not going to have the conversation today, but this is true. It's, so, it's in the book. It's in the it book. is in the book. A lot of people don't really pay attention to what the Bible says, except in certain very limited circumstances. But before we, again, before we get into deep, I do want to remind y'all 
that while you are here enjoying this time of fellowship with myself and Karin, and we do appreciate you, um, Count the Dings and Bomb do offer a wide array of programming for whatever you may need or be interested in or be entertained by. Uh, so in simplest terms, there's Count the Dings overall and then there's Bomb. So the Bomb is the black stuff. Y'all probably already know that, right? It started with well, the OG. People are the only people to say fellowship. Nobody else says fellowship but us. I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with that. It's in the, but you know, it's in the Methodist hymnal though. It's in the, I think most people mean it in terms of the church. It's in the book. It's in the, it's in, it, the word fellowship is in the hymn. Um, what is it? Something, the tides that bond. Go to the fellowship hall. Let's be church. the tides that bond. I think that's it. I got to look that up. That's what we used to have to, um, but anyway, you got me distracted. Count the dings. Count the dings. Count yeah, the dings. so count the dings and bomb. So the bomb stuff is the black stuff. I'm just going to put it like that because it does stand for Black Opinions Matter, right? So we actually now have a full week of programming. We got Crazy Sexy Cool on Mondays with the ladies. We got the OG bomb feed with the with the guys and various arrays of guests on Tuesdays. You got us on Wednesdays. You got Woke Bros with Waz on Thursdays. He's going to continue to give you all the stuff that you actually need to give some thought and insight to while we may be over here vacillating between the two. And you got Trey and Growing Up the Same on Fridays. That's your whole week. What you need. Look at that. We got you. And if that's not enough, you got like more stuff. You got um, the dad pod. You have cinephiles. You have the mailbag. There's way more on Count the Dings. So you can look for either of those anywhere you listen to your pods. You can find us on YouTube because Karin has his arms out. And when Karin doesn't have his arms out, I have my shoulder out. And sometimes we do, but you know what? You see and sometimes we do both <laughs> at the same time. So it behoove you to actually watch uh, on YouTube because Rob is so generous with his time as to edit that together. Shout out you, to Rob. Shout out to Rob. And of course, if that's not enough, and if you have some change that you have not already donated to Kamala or um, to your local voting efforts, uh, you can or become... Or just give it to Kamala. You can become a patron. Jesus of Count the Dings, Patreon.com, Count the Dings for exclusive content and, and, and also, Karn and I are very friendly online. You can feel free to talk to us. We talk back. I'm at Naima, N-A-I-M-A. He is at, what are you, something, J. Phillips? Yeah, I'll listen. Karn J. Phillips. But don't go. talk crazy, because I will get in your ass. I think he might. Aren't you private? You're not private no. anymore. Okay. No. So, all no, that's no, I, a... I, I freely block, though. I freely block. <laughs> Um, don't much. Okay. So right before, not right before we started taping, but within the last couple of hours, I DM Karn because there is a, there's a, a story. Yeah, Naomi DM'd me like she ain't got my number. I felt, I didn't I, know Cause was I was sending you a tweet. I was, it was easier cause we, I was on the timeline to just send you, that was out of ease of functionality. There is a story that may still be unfolding right now. I actually will take I a look. I just got excited. I don't, I don't um, get DMs from women, so you know <laughs> my DMs are open. Karen would like you. So let me read. Let me repeat. Karen's <laughs> DMs are open. Um, there's a story that may be unfolding right now of a young lady who apparently, this is just based on what I do know, uh, 
I guess was talking to you know how there are like these group chats now where you Sh- get in, stuck in Houston. <laughs> you get invited to them by people, and you may not know because I didn't know until a friend of mine was in them. They're like regional area group chats, people who don't necessarily know each other are in there and connect. It's like social clubs, except it's on like what WhatsApp or group me or whatever. I don't so, respond to family group text, so I'm definitely <laughs> not doing this. So I guess she had met this guy and they've been talking. He asked him to come visit her. He's in Houston. She tweeted a city where they wilding at and the clubs is open. Everything is open. Nobody's wearing a mask. So she tweeted a few hours ago. LOL, this dude flew me out 1,500 miles just to block me and leave me at the airport. But then she followed up to that to say, okay, yeah, so actually I paid for my flight out. The agreement was he was going to pay for all my stuff when I got here and cover my flight back. So my good friend... I'm not gonna say his name because he may not want me to. But one of my one of my good attorney friends on the timeline uh, said, "Points of clarification: If you bought your own ticket, you were not flewed, flewed out. out. You just flew." Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, "So she flew herself out." Which I corrected. She played herself out. So I want I want to say to y'all right now. Well, here's the <clears> thing, though. I, as a, a grown man, flew someone out a couple months back. Because Southwest had this beautiful deal. And it was $94 round trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is why, of all the details we're going to get into, why this was on top of this being a dumb decision and she exposed <laughs> herself publicly, like, it why would shouldn't you have do hurt that? that bad. Because I just got an email the other day from Southwest. Of them having well, another sale, so we don't it cost that much, y'all. Yeah, we. I mean, she never said how much it cost. She said how many. I actually thought she said fifteen hundred dollar ticket, and then I realized she said fifteen hundred miles. But she hasn't said. <clears throat> sorry, she hasn't said where she was coming from or how much it cost or anything like that. I don't really. I think she thought she was going to maybe put him on blast because she then went on to. Um, post some okay so here's the thing so there's a couple things i'm bringing this up because i want to get into like if you go on date long distance especially in this um you know this digital era you know you you meet people you socialize you may have already know everybody in your area everybody may be trashing your area you know you want to expand your boundaries you could be trash or you could be trashing everybody in your area knows that uh there's nothing wrong with this. And there's also nothing wrong, women, with opting to go visit someone that you trust, right? If well, you look, if you want to do that. Well, but but there's there there's some rules to this shit, right? So the first thing is she posted what would be screen caps to prove that they've been talking. The thing is, he had right. not been he had not been texting her. He had only been using the audio option in text. I'm thinking he's just lazy because niggas don't like the text. They be texting WD and two word repl- responses and whatever. But my little Jen, but my little Jen homie hit me and was like, "And you see, he was using audio so that she can't screen cap him." And I was like, oh, "Didn't even think about it. Did not. Never. Never even occurred to me. That is." That's actually really smart. But here's the here's the twist to that. You still messed up in the game because with those you can save. And if you have another device, 
if you play it on speaker and record it, you, you still have, have it saved. Your files up. True. What's more damaging, a, a screen grab or but, an audio file? But in the short term, if she's just trying to, you know, but also, you know, everybody ain't that bright. But anyway, so she hasn't really proven anything except that he blocked her ass from all platforms and left whatever group chat they was in. That's the only thing she's proven. So, okay, rule number one. If you don't know this for real, or or woman, or no people in common between the two of y'all, or if they if they don't live in (laughs) if they don't live in a city where you have family and or friends and or know your way around. If you don't know the airport code, (laughs) right? Do not carry yourself out there for a first visit. Meet in a mutual meet in a mutually neutral place where like. Well, she's in Houston, so like I could actually do a weekend in Houston, even if somebody bugged out. Except for right now, because it's Corona. Except for Houston. Corona, not in Houston. Dang. Really? Dang. Corona don't exist in Houston. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> except, except now, because it's Corona. So I mean, for my protection, because um, I didn't understand why Shorty wasn't tweeting from Papados already. Like I wasn't really. I, like, <laughs> I literally tweeted like you somebody go get shorty and take it to Papa Dose. Um, right. I would have been drunk house. already. Um secondly, so okay, that's one thing. She could have found love a happy hour. <laughs> don't don't take yourself to unfamiliar territory where if he wilds out or if he had to work all day or anything, you just stuck. Where he gonna go? Looking he up for home. He can't go. He can't. I go. don't know. She asked one of the things she asked to a message he didn't respond to yesterday because he was already playing on ghosting her ass was whether he had to work at any time. So he be who knows? He could be an essential worker. I'm just saying, just in general, Corona or not, this is a rule of thumb. The second is don't ever, 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 never, ever third, 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 third. third? Okay, whatever third. it is, don't ever let somebody tell you. Don't ever let somebody put you in a position where. You assume all the risk, right? Meaning, in her case, not only is she leaving her home to fly to him, she has had to spend money up front with no guarantee return on his end. Like, first of all, I personally am not going anywhere without knowing when and how I'm coming home. That's she it. She didn't have a flight confirmation. She didn't. She didn't have an itinerary. And you can't just tell me when you get here, I'll get your ticket back. Like this, it ain't a bus. It's the it's a plane. Like who does who does that? Except for people with disreputable um, sources of income, or or who don't have credit cards. Mm. Mm. So, do you still buy plane tickets if you don't have a card? Remember I, back in the day, you could. You could, but you would like back in the day, you could if you went to like a travel agency. Oh no, you can make a reservation and pay at the counter. Really? There was a time where you could make a reservation, pay at the counter. There was also a time when it would not like kill you to pay for a plane ticket on site. So like all those all those movies you see where people are like, I need a plane ticket going to um you could also (laughs) Yeah. You could also me and my sister did this in ninety three. I had flown up here, I was driving back with my grandfather and I left my sister my return ticket. So she could come visit me in South Carolina and she was able to just get it changed into her name. They ain't do that now. Definitely can't do that shit now. Shit. I might not be able to get my own name changed if they they spell something wrong. So anyway, um, yeah, so I I, I'm concerned about the fact that and, and her thing was he said he would take care of everything while she was there, pay for her to come back. But 
you have no proof. Like you have proof, you have no confirmation number. He has absolutely no, he's made no effort for his part of the visit is my point. And when a dude makes Imagine, no effort. Allegedly. I mean, she's she got stuck, so he definitely didn't make an effort. Do we know if she got stuck? Do we know if that's his offer? Because we don't have screenshots. We only have screenshots of voice note. I'm not saying he didn't do this, but I'm okay, also allegedly, saying in 2020. We need to be readable journalists. Okay, yeah, so. this is We don't know if this is actually real or she just went crazy and she just flew up there and on, on her own. Like, ha ha, I'm here. And he was like, block. I don't know you. You <laughs> But I also feel like because I've that seen is highly possible. But I also feel like I've seen more than one of these type of stories on a timeline. What? So, what are your rules of travel, Karn? Ooh, oh man, I don't, I don't, I don't do that often. I think I've only flew out to people in my whole life. So, um, phew, they had years in <laughs> into my life for knowing them. But I, I just. I think we should get better rules of like long distance. If you do anything long, long distance dating. That's what I mean. Not not flying outness per se. It is, but long distance dating. Because I also do believe that like, unless you're really okay. So perfect example. Um, one time I was flown out, flewed out, whatever. Mm. But but the guy, the guy would actually have rather come to New York, but he was a doctor and he couldn't because of his schedule. No, that literally is what it is. He was a doctor and he couldn't because of his schedule. What kind of doctor was he? He was an anesthesiologist. He's like the minimum doctor. That's like the minimum level of doctor. Okay. Like, like he even told me that like he became an anesthesiologist because it's the one that requires the least amount of time. Um, they get. I know. I know. But I say all that to say his schedule. Oh, don't sleep, don't sleep, you boo. Okay. His don't hospital sleep. schedule would not allow. So because of that, and because he lived somewhere that was not a major city, he was like, I will fly you out. That Ooh. was the offer because it was an offer that didn't, ben- it benefited him, not me. Because me coming to I, him I benefited him, not stay. me. Oh, did you get off the plane cute? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Cute-ish, but it was like, it was all the way on West Coast-ish. Um, oh, it's so a six-hour flight. That's that's why I stayed for a week. I wasn't going to do that travel weekend. Anyway, I say all that to say, but this is but like we had known each other for a minute. But I say all that to say that that was a condition which I was fine with accepting somebody's offer to pay for me. Um, otherwise, I'm good on that first trip, like booking my own travel. I don't really. I feel like I feel like the flying out thing. I just feel like I want to be in control of my own situation as I'm moving around. Um, and what you should never, ever, ever, ever do is get somewhere and be totally dependent on whomever you're with for food or money or anything. Because that's you're setting yourself up for disaster. Yes, indeed. Um, so, and and that, but that goes for long distance too. Like I am okay. I know some people were like, "Well, I'm not going out to see him." Until he comes to see me, I'm actually fine with going to see the dude because I'm always very curious to see how a man lives. How they are in your house doesn't really tell you what you need to know. How they are in their house and what their house looks like and how he keeps his house. That tells you what you need to know. Inspired law. Come on through. (laughs) Come on through. So your... My rules? Like, I 
I do. At this age especially, I tip my hat to couples that can do long distance. I can't. Mm. There was a run from 2010 to 2017 um, in different relationships because I was moving around for grad school and different jobs and internships to where I was living in very undesirable places like Syracuse, New York, and Salt Lake City, and Michigan City, Indiana, and Delaware, Mm. to where, listen, it was slim pickings. And, you know, it was either flew in your own entertainment for a weekend or a week, or you was just vibing with people who weren't in your area. Um, and But, like, I can't do it no more. Um, I decided when I moved to Atlanta in 2017, like, I was done with long distance just because the all of the, the variables that come with it, I just was over it. Uh, my expiration date was up. So much so that I was in a relationship um, a little over a year ago, and all I knew was long distance relationships. And she had been in, you know, in some long distance situations to where where we lived on the other side of town. We also this was like the first time we were actually in a relationship in the same city, and it, you could tell that like we didn't really know how yeah, to I know do how to that act. because yeah. we didn't know. <clears throat> What that I was like it had been like seven years since I lived in the same city with my girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know how many days to see you. Right. How many how many nights are we spending sleeping together? Like what's the weekend rotation like? And like right. we had a groove of routine, but I didn't really figure out till like after relation was over. And I was just like, we really didn't like kick it mm. that much. Cause I wasn't I didn't know what to do. Right. Because I was just like, I'm not used to someone being around or I miss you today. I'm just about to pull up. Because that wasn't an option for so long. And I was so set in my ways of things I have to do on this day, this day. These are my open days. I can see you. That it was just getting in the car, driving 20, 15 minutes. It never crossed my mind sometimes. Now, I know it sounds stupid, but if you've been conditioned that way for so long. No, I completely understand it. Um. And matter of fact, I, I understand that intimately because I realized that uh, I was using business relationships as a crutch because I actually don't like having people in my space. So I didn't have to. I used to say like, "Oh, it's like it's, it's you know, it's an adventure. You never know." But blah, blah, blah. I realized that it was actually more convenient for me because I didn't have to worry about like whether or not I really wanted to be bothered on certain days. That's the only child shit too. Um, it's not even that. I just think as you get older, like I was having this conversation uh, a week ago and I was like, if I get married and we get a home, I was like, we need three bedrooms. Oh yeah. I need my own room. I was like, I need my own room. You need your own room. And we need our own room. Cause I was like a couple nights out this week. I need to sleep by myself so I can spread out and actually go to sleep without you being all up on me. And I'm pent up on the corner cause that's how. Mm. Like women sleep, y'all don't. We, we, we be tired in the morning. No, I'm not opposite. I don't want. I actually, I'm a very light sleeper, and black men snore. So I wouldn't know, but I, a, I need my own bathroom. Cause, mm-hmm. ooh, I can't. I can't. So the one time stuff. I did, so one time I did live with someone. The reason that it did even work as long as it did was because of that. We had a three bedroom. So like one room was the one bedroom was the office. 
And one bedroom was basically my room. It was like a bunch of my furniture from my old bedroom in my apartment. So I got up in the morning. Our schedules were different because he worked from home. I got up before him in the morning, but I went into my bedroom, which was the guest bedroom. That's where all my clothes were. That was my closet hair curler like it basically was it was my whole bedroom and so I didn't sleep in there and I spent my whole morning routine watching the news doing whatever doing my hair doing everything in my bedroom and when I needed to retreat I went to my bedroom that was my DVR you know like all of that so um yeah that was that was convenient that was convenient and that's and that's what I need and I and that's what I saw actually modeled growing up so I've always just considered it normal my grandparents lived in two different states at one point and people used to be like, are your grandparents divorced? And I was like, why do people keep asking me that? Like, I didn't even understand why people were asking me if my grandparents were divorced because they lived in two different, because my grandfather was still up here. And my grandmother, she retired, was like, I'm going back to South Carolina because mm-hmm. I need my garden. I'm trying to chill. And my grandfather was like, all right. But he used to come back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so long distance. The thing about long distance that I think is key or that I know is tricky because this is this has been why I've had to reconsider it moving forward is like there gets there gets to a point where one of y'all gonna have to move or oh you gotta get new jobs something like new and, healthcare professionals and a lot of times y'all don't even talk about that until a new dry cleaner new yeah new hat like so who gives up new barber to go to new home? gym. New happy hour spot. Look, whoo, it's a lot. Whoo. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So all I have to say, I do hope sis, because uh, I want to spend too much time on this, but I do hope sis um, finds her way back home. I wish her guy speed. Or like we said, go to Bob Dose. Go she, get could, she should platter. really, she should really go to Bob Thirty two dollars. You got it. <laughs> $30. She really should go to Papa Do's. Um, I'm hungry, actually. I might go point. this weekend while we're talking. About I'm so mad we don't have one in New York. I might go this weekend. I'm really upset that we don't have one in New York. Okay, moving along. You, Karen, want to talk about... We actually had this on tap to address for a while. The And I think we did give a quick shout-out one week. We um, did, two weeks ago. Yeah, for, like, the black women creatives that are telling stories um, on television right now, which I really do not think there's ever been this many, um, not just black women, uh, show creators, but also show runners. Yes. Um, and, and it's... And, it shows in the in the excellence and the diversity of the storytelling, I think, because these are all very different properties. But you had you've actually made the list. Do you have your notes in front of you? I don't have the list on me. I sent it to you. you know I don't know where I put the list. Um You ain't shit. Um I'm, well then let's talk about let's talk about Misha Green Lovecraft Country. But I'll remember back. the list. The you, you tip, like at this moment we have right now. Yes. Series where that are black and or feature black women. And I, I got him, I got him, I got him. Okay. It was on HBO. Go down it's on HBO. List. So, the Black Lady Sketch Show. Is that coming mm-hmm. back for another season? I, I heard, but that show is terrible. But we did, hey, shout out to y'all. I never watched it. It's but tra- shout out to them. But all of my fades are on there, though. Yeah. All of my fades are on there. Euphoria, which, by the way, Euphoria will stress you the absolute fuck out. So, people who have anxiety... So but it's amazing. Yeah. But you would be so... Yo, that show used to give me so much anxiety. 
it gave me so much anxiety, but it's really amazing. Shout out, shout out to Zendaya. Congrats on the win. Shout out to Zendaya on her Emmy win, which nobody was close to you. Which you? the white people kept calling an upset, like it wasn't the most amazing and emotionally um, After evoking she performance. At the business house and had that breakdown. That that award was done. Yeah, like we knew it was winning. Meanwhile, it were it was two people in the category that I couldn't even remember what shows they were on this year to be nominated. The only, the only competition you had was with the white from Ozark. Yes. It, that should just have been a two-woman. Laura, two. Lord, no, it's not Laura Dern. Is it Laura Dern? I don't remember. I think it's Laura Dern. Um, Insecure. Insecure, yeah. The Shop. Wait, yeah. The Shop is created by black women? No, I'm just saying black people. I was, I was oh, black you're talking about black people. Show. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Um, why are we including Westworld in black people shows? Because the two main characters are black, and all everybody I know watching that show is black. I feel like that's a stretch San, San for D. inclusion Newton. in this list. Sandy Newton is amazing in the show, and now she has become the lead along with Jeffrey Wright. Like this is some of Jeffrey yes, Wright's best work. But I feel the like that's a, that I just I just want to say. Oh, and, and and Tessa Thompson and Tessa Thompson. I just want to say for the record. Yes, I feel like that's a stretch. I feel like that's a stretch. You don't watch Westworld. All the black people have. I do watch Westworld, but I feel like that's a stretch. Why do you have Watchmen in parentheses? Because it's not on anymore. It's done. It was like a one. Right, because it was uh, was limited. And Lovecraft Country. Yeah, and I was was just saying how we were having this test conversation that how me and you always tweet and talk about how all the black programming that people. Talk about that they want on social media. It's actually on BET or TV One. People just don't watch it. Right. And I listed all those shows. Well, they not all might not be created by black women or may not necessarily black centric. But they but show they black black people in major roles. And I mm-hmm. was like, the question I threw out was like, is HBO the blackest network out right now? Because mm-hmm. if you look at the the wins or the critical acclaim these shows have. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I forgot. Um, I may destroy you. Like, oh yeah, that's I may destroy you. One. Like, which HBO was wow. Has all the really, really black good shows on TV right now, and that's a good point. If you're a certain age, you just remember this was home box office. But HBO, but I, but HBO always, I do remember HBO always offering something a little uh, different than the other shows, but you're right. The, the whole, the whole era of HBO as a, as a programming destination for original programming started around the Sopranos. Yeah. Um, the Sopranos and, uh, what was it? And and Oz and the wire and the sex in the city. And then like going on from there. Um, yeah, HBO it might actually might shows be. with some black people in it, but now if you look at some of their best shows outside of like Secession and Game of Thrones before, and it's like, oh, all y'all big sexy shows are actually like black shows. It's just true, and they're promoting them and like yeah. putting black women in the lead in most of those shows we talk about. So speaking of that, I want to talk about. Um... I want to talk about this week's Lovecraft, and you know we touch on Lovecraft for week to week, but I actually want to talk a little bit about the plot this week. So if you have not, if you are a watcher of Lovecraft and you have not watched the show, then I would suggest Sundays, you Sundays, Sundays. Uh, turn this off at this point. Um, <laughs> pause, pause, pause us and come back. Uh, and yeah, pauses for a minute and, and come back. So this, this week's episode before, first, before we get into that, I want to say shout out to 
HBO and and Lovecraft. So somehow, I do not know how they chose me. I guess because I was tweeting the first week, um, and they were looking at like influencer engagement or whatever. This is one of those things where you be trying to act. Like somehow, you are I got included in a list of uh, there's a hundred influencers. Half of like some of them are gaming people. Some of them are tech people, and then there's a there's some of us who are um like black right in that black writers space or whatever, right? So it's me, it's uh Raina April, I mean April Rain, it's Corey Murray from Essence, it's uh it's a few of us. But they sent um they sent us this really cryptic. I don't know how they got it. What I got was this really cryptic email to be invited to this thing called Lovecraft Sanctum. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this? I couldn't find any messaging about it. like the devil to me. Shut up. I couldn't find any messaging about it, but it was really like, ooh. So I RSVP'd, and then it was like, look out for something coming in the mail. And then I got uh, Oculus. uh, Oculus. um, The big white VR thing. It's this one, my black. It's one of the latest ones. I'm trying to remember which one I have. It's, it's whatever the latest model is. So I it, I got an Oculus, which is, yes, the VR headset, which I think... It's like $1,000 or something? No, I think it's like four, three, four $400 or something. So, but I, um, I appreciate them because I would not have bought myself a... I would not have bought myself a, a VR headset at any no. point ever in my life. But I've they're, tried them. they're they're nice, but they're I'm amazing. No, Yo, Karn, I needed this shit for like, I needed this shit for the entire shutdown. So before I get to the Lovecraft part, I want y'all to know. So I'm still kind of getting used to it. There's there's so they're doing three VR experiences around that are based around different plot lines in the show. Mm-hmm. I missed the first one <clears throat> because I forgot what day it is. And I hadn't even played with the headset. Um, and it came in this beautiful, oh, it came in this beautiful packaging. And they sent us like a pen that has like the um, Society of Adam thing on it. And they sent us the like. Sons of Adam? Yeah, that thing. Uh, see, this, this is. This and, is they us, and they sent us, and they sent us. No pastor. No pastor. This is, this is the devil. It's not the devil. It's technology. You see that episode? And it's, <laughs> anyway, they made the. I said to say they made the packaging really, really dope, intriguing. Um, and so they didn't want the little vial of the blood, so you could drink no, it. No, nigga, they, they didn't drink. They did not send the little uh, vial of the blood. So the first week I missed it. It was something about the Garden of Eden. This week, though, this week so silly. This week though, on Wednesday or Thursday, um, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. Was the second one. So what ha- it's very cool because you meet in Oculus has uh there's a VR chat app. You meet in this in this VR chat world. I'm still getting used to it because I didn't even go on the Oculus for the first time until the night before. And my ass was on there like riding roller coasters and out and sitting on beaches and I was doing all the stuff I can't do outside right now. I wasn't playing games or anything like that. So which by the way, you can actually I don't get motion sick on roller coasters in real life and I get nauseous after I do roller coasters on the Oculus. That's a it's fascinating, but I'm I, not doing this with you. I'm anyway, no, for real. It's crazy. Like no. I'm but like yo, Something's I wrong with your mind. You're not moving. You're not moving. 
No, Karin, for real. There is, your stomach should not be dropped. Karin, I'm telling you, the way it works, like, you really feel like you're tilting and moving and your stomach drops. It doesn't drop as bad as it does, for real. How much time are you spending with the Lord each morning when you wake up? Because Don't question my, don't question my relationship with God. No, let's not do that. Don't let's not do that. I'm just saying. Anyway, so you go into this, uh, you go into this special invite only Roman VR chat. You end up in like the space where I can't even explain it. It's just very, very dope. And then you go into kind of like a meetup lobby room with other people. They have us divided. There's a hundred of us total. They have us divided into groups of like 10 or something or, or 15. So you meet up in this room and there's stuff you can play with and things you can do. You can talk to each other. And then there's a guide for all, for each group that tells us what we're going to do. So this week we had, we did two things. One of them was kind of a simulation of, and, and actually if you Google, I mean, if you check um, either Lovecraft's Twitter page or check the hashtag Lovecraft Sanctum, there is actually, they didn't on the first one, but they have a YouTube video of somebody who is um, live casting this last one. So you can actually see the whole experience. Um, so the, the last thing we did was a simulation of going uh, through the caves like that, that those long bridgeways. The three, the three caves they had the pitch for. Not all of them, but we went through one where you had to go like across the the drop, and if you fell off, you actually did drop, and then you had to start over again. It was kind of cool. Um, I just but, want to put a record that this is what it's like when one of your rich friends tells you about stuff that you never <laughs> make money. But, That's what it's like for myself and the rest of the listeners. But, we don't this. but I'm just telling. But I'm telling y'all that if you Google, I mean, if you check, uh, search Lovecraft Sanctum, the hashtag, or go to um, HBO's YouTube page. But that may take more because I don't know how often they post content. You can actually watch it yourself from home. Just but blow your, just blow your screen Oculus up or something. Just blow your that screen. That came up. in free, out the mail. Yeah, that came in free. Other people have Oculus. It just wasn't free. This is like someone who drinks Ace of Spades telling you, just go get some Andres and just put it in the glass. It's just like <laughs> there is the nothing wrong with Andres. There's nothing it's wrong not with Andres. The There's it's nothing not wrong with Andres. So the first thing we did, but see, this is why you're going to want to go see it. It's important. They took us to this, to this area that was wide open and we started on this platform. You could go down or up, but there was this little potion that if you drank it in the thing, you could float. And there was this really big, like, ethereal-looking creature, gorgeous, that you could tell was supposed to be a black woman. And they told us we were going to have a performance. And what it was was a spoken word performance um, by your wife. Journey. Yeah, well, it was her voice. <laughs> but it was but it was magical, so we could float it was, around. It was her essence. So we could float up to her, float away, and it was intercut with um, with some other spoken word. But it was just a really gorgeous moment just to float around, just to be up near her, under whoever it was. It didn't look like her, but the the being, if you want to call it that. So what was this, so, like, was this Hotel Niggas in Space? Like, what, what ish, was ish. It was Hotel Niggas in Space-ish, okay. which was right. what this week's episode was, was Hotel Niggas in Space. But I, I wanted, I only brought it up a because it was very very cool but b because when hippolyta was floating in front of talking to the black, black the goddess being i was like oh that was kind of what we just had 
Yeah. So you was floating. So I was so, and it really does feel like that's the other thing. Like you, when you're floating, when you're rising, the, the floor is like. Obviously, listen. I know so that you people were sitting on your couch and you felt like you was floating. Yes. Yes. This, no, so, for so real. So what you telling me? This is kind of like what happened in striking vipers in that episode of Black Mirror. So, but see, here's the, the difference. Here's the difference, though. I I think there's a a pack you can add so that you feel um like actual movement, not not to the sex part, but moving against your body. But what you can feel is you can't feel like wind or anything like that, but whatever sensation that can be created by the environment around you moving. So like there's one um whole app that is about conquering your fear of heights and i don't actually have a fear of heights but i just wanted to see what it was so you go into different rooms so like one world was like when you enter it you're on top of a building and you hear wind whipping and the things around you look like they're whipping and shaking and then you look down and it really does give you the sensation of like distance i can't explain it because i'm not depth obviously perception. a coder is that depth perception there's also now this game called there's this game called beat saber that everybody told me them that i needed to get on and um it's a workout it's not the devil so okay going to this week's episode this is what episode is about hippolyta who is on ingenue i'm gonna say my sora's name wrong she's like an amazing character actress from the clark sisters movie (laughs) ingenue i think it's ingenue ellis who is like what I love about her is that she's such an amazing character actress that I almost never know it's her right away when I see her in something. It always takes me to realize that's who she is. Um, but she's, I mean, she's done quite a bit. She was going back to, I want to say maybe the first major movie role was right. But this week was about her and traveling to like different times, different universes, different spaces, different worlds. And but to be the character that her daughter dreamed of. Yeah, to be different versions of herself. If you so my question is which all helped her better to self-actualize for back, lack of a better word, right? So my question to you Karen is if you could pick three eras to go and live in temporarily which would you pick and why? Um, I would do the 20s in the Hall of Renaissance. Okay. Just to be around the vibes. Because mm-hmm. um, we hear all of, you know, the stories and the art and the aesthetic that came on the Renaissance. Right. But I would like to see the other bullshit <laughs> that we as a people was dealing with as well, because I think, I don't think we talk about enough about the bullshit of that moment. Right. Probably led to like the joyous times. Cause it was like the, the depression was right there, fam. Yeah. <laughs> right there. So I feel like that's where a lot of that came from. Um, the second would probably be, look, take me back to, uh, Mansa Musa days. <laughs> so I can see what the richest nigga in the world was living like. And lastly, it's going to sound like some basic shit, but I really want to do this. Let me be a college student in the years of 92 and 96 in the AUC. It was, it was um, 
Amazing. Because they got freak me. They got freak me. They got. Spill I went House to that freak me, which was amazing. They got spill house versus Hampton. Um, listen, if you listen, young young heads, go back and do the history of the AUC in the early '90s and the wildness that was the West End. <laughs> because when you had schools sending charter buses from Howard and Hampton down to the West End. And us taking charter buses as a whole funded up to D.C. for their homecoming and stuff like that. I would just want to experience what that was like because it was this is the height of the HBCU movement. This when all the rappers and the TV stars on TV mm-hmm. wearing HBCU gear. Freaknik is still mm-hmm. something that is kind of a secret amongst Wait, black. Also, shout out to the um, National Black, shout out to the Black College Alliance uh, gear, which Chris mm. Lattimore, who created it, actually has reactivated. I got to swear. You can buy it. You can buy okay. it right now. And I showed it. Them shits is expensive as hell, which reminded me why I didn't have one when I was a shawty. But I got the whole sweatsuit now. Yeah, yes. and that that like that is the one time that I mm-hmm. I, I love to- any time. And I have met some old Hey Spellhouse alums who were on the yard back then. And like I just, if I can get five ten minutes, like I just pepper them with questions and just like tell right. me what the experience is like. And, the, and their face lights up because I had a conversation with the, with the um, you know, old school Spelman big sis. And she was like, wow, like I never realized, like I lived through all that because that was just normal to us. And I right. was like, no, nah, like that was the golden era. Like y'all had everything. Like this is why people wanted to come down right. here. So and this. Two years after school days, a couple years after school days. Yeah, school days was 88. So yeah. yeah. 88, yeah. And then in the midst of, um. Different world. A different world. Yeah. Um, so this is not what we're talking about, but I don't know if I ever told you that Spelman was actually my first choice school. And I got wait and I got wait listed. Yeah, I'm still mad at you about that. I got wait listed. Be mad at them. Um but the reason I wanted to go to Spelman had absolutely nothing to do with Spelman. It had to do with Morehouse. I had I happened well, look, to son. be well, I happened look. to be at Six Flags. During was out in That's in So I was at Six Flags during uh, Spellhouse freshman week, and there was a group of there was a Spellhouse group there, and they were so live that me and my friends were just like, you know, I'm, I'm going there. And on my way out, a guy who we had been making, we had been running into each other back and forth. Shoot that shot. Exchange so numbers, yes. It's a it's a really sad story, so I'm pen not gonna tell that. This a pen and paper uh, era. Yeah, um, we exchanged numbers, and we actually like we actually dated off and on for a few years. Um, and I think I still do. I still have his Morehouse sweatshirt. I think yeah. I still have his Morehouse sweatshirt. I, I can verify if it's real or not. I'll let you know. Show it to me. Oh, I know it's real. It's a, a thick ass Russell Athletics. I had I'd never seen a sweatshirt like it since before. I'm surprised he gave it to me. I think I still have it. I used to wear it all the time. But anyway, because he he passed. It's a sad story. But I used to wear it all the time. But the point is that that was why I wanted to go to Spelman. I was like, these niggas are fine. And that's probably why. Everybody has a shallow reason. And that's probably why Jesus did not let me go to Spelman because I would not have. Or or Howard, he, out my sophomore year. God God knew what he was doing. I would not have been focused. I already wasn't focused at Carolina because they was yo. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. M- young men in the '90s were on. Okay, anyway, 
So my choices. Wow, they were fun. Oh, and all Freaknik 1994 was one of the best weekends of my whole life. So, and it wasn't as, it wasn't a Luke video yet. People think that Freaknik was always yeah. a Luke video. It was uh, PG-13. That's when all but you, all That's you when all everybody else came. Start coming. Yeah, that's when everybody else came. And when it wasn't any fun anymore because the police was always shutting everything down. Post-Olympics, it was no fun anymore. Okay, so I think my three would be, um, I agree with you, Harlem Renaissance, uh, because I also would love to see that up close. I would love to see that moment of um, just awakening and possibility when you still didn't really know what there could be, when there was still so much to create. Um, I just, I- I- Dress like quick from Harlem Nights every yeah. day. Like, and actually, every day. yeah, all my choices are kind of related to that. Because my second choice would be, and I'm definitely, I definitely got this from watching the show, would be to actually go either to Paris or all the way over to Ghana when a lot of the black artists and intelligentsia were in Europe or in, in Africa um, because they just didn't want to be here for the bullshit. And also because I think that we might need to get prom to do that shit again um i would i would i would because i i i enjoy especially paris i love paris um and to be there to be there like with like-minded people (laughs) to be there with like-minded people um watching movements commence i think would be dope and my last one would be ray poupon (laughs) may we we, we, that's all you got great performance uh, my last one would be, I think, to revisit the 90s, which I did live through as a teenager, but to revisit it now as an adult. Because to go back there at a point where I actually have a job and have some money and I can maneuver the way I want to. Excellence. Excellence. That would be amazing. Um, and I would just have to not run into little Naima, you know, the paradox. I would just not have the, the most expensive and high quality boom boxes and not the ones on sale. <laughs> I just think it would be a great moment um, to, to, to revisit. And there's been so many things that like, I'm so glad I was a teenager for them, but I really would have loved to be an adult for them. Um, it was a good era. It was a really good era. Now, listen, my argument is that the nineties was the greatest decade it, for, for for black people and the black experience and culture i think if it was also the greatest music, uh tv movies yeah like the we went through like four and not just us but not not just us but music in general tv in general movies and we went through like and fashion we went through like four different eras in that one decade. Um, and since then, even though new things keep happening and evolving and changing, I've never seen any decade have that many, like, cause swings. Yeah. Cause like, if I'm talking about 2001 versus 2009, those don't feel very different to me. No. But if I'm talking about 91 versus 99, that's a yeah. chasm. Like, you know, just even how like playful rap was from kid and play to hammer to nwa mm. it was in a matter of years and how quickly and, and yeah. like i love what it people cycled try to make, every four years yeah, yeah how people try to make jokes about hammer and i'm like man like look your favorite rapper today wouldn't be could do anything they want to do if hammer didn't happen I'm yeah like, we'd be disrespecting hammer cartoon. 
Like he had a actually, so, and so they didn't play. Kid play and Hammer get disrespected heavily because I, they were. Oh wow! Kid play yeah. gave some of the greatest movies in cinematic history. Why House Party is really one of the greatest movies. You know what? That might our next movie night is House Party. Yeah, I'm with it. Our next movie show is going to be a House Party movie show. And even though we're not going to talk about House Party 2, we're going to dress it. for our Pajama Jammy Jam, but we're going to talk about House Party 1. How, I love House Party 2 because people try to knock it, but I'm like, I don't remember the term or people really having Pajama Jams like that <laughs> until 2 came out. Yeah, we had one. Uh, that was my senior year of high school, and I had a little sorority in, at my high school. We, we had a Pajama Jammy Jam. Yeah. And I'm just saying, but 2 took them to a new level. And three, and three got some low-key jokes if you were three. I've never watched three. I've never watched two again, but one time. But we're going to wear pajama jam. I invoke two, but one is a classic. Okay, so. Also, you know why I love two? Why do you love two? Two has something in it that if you have to be a fan of two to realize it. They play Shantae Moore and Keith Washington, Candle Lighting You, like 15 times Mm -hmm. in that movie. But no reason. Every time... Sydney and Kid are talking. They, they play just it. play that song in the background. And it's just like, why are they all trying to set the mood? Like, <laughs> the They're one, trying to make sure you understand that there's some things happening. There's know, some things can, happening. Can, I, I'm going to pull out the satin roll. I'm ready. I'm we ready. also got to do maybe a Tisha Campbell appreciation day at some point. She deserves um, l- longest working shout, hard- shout, out, shout out to Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, I was about to say to her, to her and to Sheena Arnold, longest working, hardest working black women in, in show business, no bullshit. Um, all right. See, see that extra for a reason. Oh, yeah. They're the kid. They're the kid all day. Um, okay, so Karin, when, before we go, one more thing I'm going to throw to you. So I haven't really said that here, but I've basically just not even been, been, been paying attention to the fact that any professional sports are going on at all right now i just yeah. have just ignored the fact that seasons are happening so do you have anything that you want to say about fine about nba finals about the nfl season thus far i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it to you to bring any sports commentary into the con- and i because i realized that me saying that is semi-blasphemous on count on account the dings platform but I cannot get into the idea of a sports season uh, of any kind. I mean, it's not what you're saying isn't necessarily weird um, because right. it's just weird right now. Like the NHL had their Stanley Cup finals the other night. I forgot hockey was happening myself as a sports writer. As did I. Um, baseball Who is not a sports playoffs writer. are going on. Um, football is about to be a mess because potential games this week might not be played because of COVID tests. Um, the NBA Finals are starting on Wednesday. The WNBA playoffs are going. Basketball has pretty much been the only thing that's worked because they're in an actual bubble. Um, college football even still feels weird on Saturday just because all of the conferences aren't playing yet or some are playing, and if they are playing, there aren't any really good games. And they're shortened seasons, so right. teams don't have their warm-up they're just in the middle of a big conference game and they ain't had time to figure this out. So it's, you're not wrong to feel like this is weird. Cause even someone who does this for a living, I catch myself watching stuff sometimes like what, what is going on? Just cause like the, the a feeling of the emotion is off. The mm-hmm. sports calendar is out of whack. Mm-hmm. There is no vaccine. People are still dying. Um, yeah. And 
People are playing in different spots. There are no fans. There's no tailgating. Everything that comes with sports isn't available to us right now. Right. It's just like you can't just show up at the homie's house. We're about to order these wings and drink and watch games. It's like that's not happening. Right. So for the casual fan like yourself who might drop in on a player or a team here and there, like don't feel bad because it's it's weird. And mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, 2021, everything will be back, but ish. who knows? Man, who knows? That's scary part. Who knows? Like, it's so weird to just not even be able to look at next year and say that anything might be anything. Yeah, so Olympics didn't happen this year, and I forgot. And they're supposed to be next year, but nobody knows if they're actually going to happen. I kept... I just, just wait to 2024. I do. Let's just wait. This yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. Like not, it's so weird to just not even be able to be like, yeah, well next year we'll be able to do it. Next year we'll be able to travel next year. This will be back next year. That'll be back. Be like, yeah. My cousin sent me a text last night. Right. And our birthdays are a week, a week and a half apart. Mm-hmm. And she's turning 50 in two years. And she sent a text to the group. To the family, she sent me a one-off because she know I don't respond to the mm. family. <laughs> and she's like, "Yo, get your stuff together." I'm like, you know, now I'm trying to do my 50th in Hawaii in 2022, and I was like, I can't schedule that far. <laughs> she was like, "Start saving." I was like, "This isn't about the money, right?" Have you not realized what the year we just had? I live my life in like two then week windows from here on out. Like, I can't. Look That's all you can do. Too. That's all you can do. Seriously, it's all you can do at this point. I'm like, I, my birthday's in December. Haven't even thought about it because right. I'm like, I'm just trying to get to. Listen, next I, week. Just, <laughs> I just got a text and in, ter- in terms of like events and what's coming back and what's not. Uh, I'm going to leave it here and we'll be with it later. But this makes me very sad, which I know it'll make you sad in theory, but not quite the same. Uh, I just got a text that Essence furloughed almost everybody. The so, magazine or the fest? Well, Essence Communications owns the fest. Wow. So, who, but that, but you know, with that revenue loss this year, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's, um, that's why NBC Sports had a whole bunch of layoffs a couple of months ago because yeah. that Olympic money didn't come through. It's why college basketball will be the one sport we will have the entire season of. Because while schools and, and universities make their money off college football, the NCAA itself, as an entity, makes right. 98% of their yearly revenue off the March Madness tournament. They did wow. not have that tournament last year. They are not going to go two years losing 98% of right. their annual revenue. Right. We are definitely getting college basketball. Right. It's happening. They need that tournament. They need, the, they need the money, yeah. Which also, to me, speaks to the fact that Y'all need to pay these fucking players, but that's another conversation for another we day. We have an entire system. Uh, we have an entire educational and amateur sports system built off the backs of unpaid 17-year-olds. And then mad when they opt to leave early to go to college. Okay, you know what? We got to table that conversation because we're running long. We're going to come back to that. I think that's worth coming back to, though, is like how these college programs are forcing sports to move forward. I was flipping through my TV one day and Lou Holtz was arguing about. Oh yeah. Why, Lou, and like, 
Lou was the coach when I was at Carolina, and that nigga was already 87. So I'm like, how? And that was 20-something years ago. So I'm like, how is... Why is anybody putting Lou Holtz on? Lou Holtz needs to go to bed. Lou Holtz needs to go take a nap. But next week, you know... Paul, uh, Paul, Lou Holtz. Somebody's Paul, Paul now. Like, talking about something about storming beaches in Normandy. I was like, who is letting Lou Holtz on TV? Anyway. But all that, to me, speaks to if you're... If your if your fiscal year is that dependent on your sports program and the performance of these kids who you claim that education is enough, good. you need to re-examine that shit for them kids. Okay, that is it. Uh, we thank y'all for being with us. House party next week. You could have been listening to and or watching anybody in the world. You are with us. We do not take it for granted. Karin has a nice shoulder shoulder um roll for you. Vote. And vote. yes, get your voting plan together. Get your booty to the polls. Get your booty to the polls. Get Stop your fr- that white man your money. Ask your friends what their voting plan is. Don't just do yours. Ask your friends what their voting plan is. I sent out a text today to friends telling them and get send them a screenshot of right. early polling places they can go to here in the Chicago uh, metropolitan area. I appreciate your service, sir. Did my part. Um, Get your booty to the polls. Stop giving that white man your money. Stop giving that white man your money. Keep some liquor on deck. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.